This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 408, Overcoming Limiting Financial Beliefs, part two, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And I am Dan, your host here on the show. This is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. And today's post is a continuation from yesterday's. I'm breaking up a post that's a bit longer than usual, and I read the first half of it yesterday. So if you're new here or uh, just jumping around and checking out uh, what we have to offer, definitely uh, you'll want to listen to episode 407 before going ahead with this one. But if you're all caught up, let's go ahead and hear part two as we continue optimizing your life. Overcoming Limiting Financial Beliefs, part two by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Many people have pointed out to me that this site has a lot of ads, far more than most blogs. Duh, you'd have to be blind not to notice that. But the reason for all those ads is very simple. People keep clicking on them. Those ads now generate thousands of dollars a month in income for me. They're paying my family's mortgage, health insurance, etc. I also use this income to expand the service I'm able to provide. Early ad revenue paid for all my podcasting equipment as well as for a web server upgrade. I've been able to put a lot of content up because I don't have to worry about doing other things just to make money. I'm able to focus my energy on value creation. The ads haven't prevented me from building traffic either. I've already gotten more than a 40 times increase in traffic since the beginning of the year, so even if the ads did slow the growth rate a bit, I'm okay with that. If the traffic grew at a faster rate, I'd have trouble keeping up. The ads also create value for the advertisers, most of whom offer products and services related to personal development, which I happen to like. If the ads were irrelevant, very few people would click on them and I would not be monetizing the site this way. I've experimented with a number of different ad layouts and I'm having a hard time beating the current layout. It's amazingly effective. I can speculate endlessly about why it works, but for now, I just know that it does. I test and tweak things every month and continue to experiment. If I kept a much lighter ad layout on the site, more typical of what you'll find on other blogs, I estimate my income from this site would be about 20 to 30% of what it is now. And that comes straight out of my pocket. I think the current trade-off is a fair balance between martyring myself to do everything for free and requiring a fee to access the content. I like being able to give so much content away for free so it's accessible to everyone. Anne Rand probably wouldn't like that I do this, but I wanna help people that can't afford to pay anything. I'm perfectly okay with the fact that some people are bothered by the ads. There are a few things I do that don't bother somebody somewhere. The ads are perfectly escapable for anyone who chooses to do so. If you don't like ads, you can always view the blog content ad-free via the RSS feed. You can also print out any page of the site and it will be formatted nicely with no ads. I considered doing a subscription service, but that would hurt traffic growth since it means locking content away from search engines and killing the potential for incoming links to specific articles. In 2006, I intend to experiment with other revenue models, but the current system is my control to which everything else will be compared. A year ago, I was very anti-advertising. For the first four months, I didn't have any ads on this site at all. Then someone suggested I try Google AdSense, and in my usual fashion of diving in and testing things firsthand, I gave it a go. I'm quite amazed at how well it works. My AdSense revenue has gone up by more than 50% per month on average since I started in February. We're talking about a 40X increase over a period of nine months. And December's daily average is already up 55% from the daily average for November. I don't know how much longer this growth rate can sustain itself, but it creates some pretty exciting prospects for 2006. Even if I maintain only a conservative 10% monthly income increase through 2006, that will more than triple my ad income. And 20% 
would yield a 9x increase. Fearmongers would probably worry about an online ad industry crash, but if that happens, I'll simply adapt to another revenue model. There are a zillion ways to monetize web traffic. In order to reach this point, I had to follow my intuition and tune out all the fear-based thinking that would prevent me from enjoying greater financial abundance. I had to consciously work out my own philosophy of wealth and abundance. For me, it's based on creating value for others and receiving a fair compensation for that value. Not greed, not self-sacrifice, not worry about what others might think. I suggest that if you wish to achieve greater abundance for yourself, and especially if you're participating in the million-dollar experiment, take some time to seek out the source of your own resistance to achieving greater wealth. For example, does the idea of becoming rich seem in any way offensive or repulsive to you? Explore those beliefs, journal about them, take a conscious look at them, and decide if these are really the beliefs you wish to hold. Are your financial beliefs aligned with serving your good as well as the highest good of all? You just listened to part two of the post titled Overcoming Limiting Financial Beliefs by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And you might have noticed uh, the mentions to 2006 in the post. Uh, It was written actually over 10 years ago. And while Steve is still blogging, he actually took down the ads on his site. Now, advertising on websites still works, of course, but uh, he ended up venturing into other revenue models, which is clearly uh, working well for him. Now, before we go, speaking of revenue models, if you wanna help keep this podcast going, we can definitely use your support. We have a page all set up at oldpodcast.com slash support. And there you'll find a bunch of ways that you can help us out, both financial and otherwise. So it would be great if you could come by and check it out. Again, that's oldpodcast.com slash support. And that's gonna do it for today. I will see you in the Thursday show tomorrow where we'll have a post from Financial Samurai. See you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.